This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. You know, we are a certain set of uh, different criteria to evaluate our cultural industries. I got to say that. We, we've seen that, too, uh, as it was put forth in a report yesterday. Uh, this is Canada's Communications Future. Time to Act is what it's titled. Uh, and the panel chair of this report, Janet Yale, has joined us on the line to flush it out a little more fully, even though we briefly broached it yesterday. Ms. Yale, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate you coming on because, uh, you know, we who labor in the vineyards of the broadcast media uh, pay rapt attention to what might be on offer or proposed here. Uh, For example, one of the proposals, if I got it right, correct me if I'm wrong, is to extend some kind of help to the broadcast media, as has been uh, the case with journalism, print journalism, to the tune of $600 million. Um, well, it's not it, it, the the regime we proposed, and our and our journey was one of legislative and regulatory reform. Was to propose a framework that would bring the foreign streaming services like Netflix and Prime TV under the jurisdiction of the CRTC, and ensuring that all of those who benefit from participating in the Canadian system and making money through advertising or subscription revenues make an appropriate contribution. So this idea of like for like and the principle of fairness is the one that we recommend in our proposal for legislative reform. How do you do that practically, though? I mean, uh, put a tax on Internet-based services. I mean, if people are streaming on the Internet, uh, how can you insert yourself in that and tax them? Well, that's a great question. And in fact, what we're not doing is taxing consumers. This is not a tax that would be paid by consumers. What we're saying is that uh, companies like Netflix or Prime TV, like CTV uh, and other Canadian broadcasters should have spending requirements. So they should be required to spend a portion of their program budget on productions that would be um, that would meet the Canadian content requirements. So right now, as you know, Netflix spends lots of money in Canada on what are called service productions, and they're, it's great in terms of jobs and the Canadian economy. But that content um, does not reflect Canadian stories and perspectives. And we believe that in a world of endless choices and voices, there should be Canadian choices for consumers to choose from. And so it is completely about a free and open internet consumers getting access to whatever they want, whenever they want, um, but making sure there are Canadian choices uh, to choose from. Again, though, how do you do that? I mean, as someone who was weaned on CanCon in the radio industry, uh, certainly where music is concerned, how do you mandate that for streaming services? So our recommendation is that all of those Internet-based services would be required to register with the CRTC. That's what why we need legislative reform to put that change into effect, and then on registration, the CRTC would decide for uh, services like Netflix or Prime TV what the appropriate spending obligation, investment in Canadian production should be. 
All right. So does the CRTC then uh, mandate service providers to, uh, I mean, you know, police effectively uh, who is going through their pipeline? Well, I think um, I would characterize it a little bit differently. We're recognizing the right to a free and open Internet where um, people can get access to whatever they want, whenever they want, as they do today. But when you look at the Netflix catalog, for example, we want to make sure that there are Canadian choices for viewers to choose from so that they've invested in the production of Canadian content and it's discoverable, which means that they're making sure that um, that those choices, uh, including Canadian choices, are there for people to pick. Uh, and so it's not about policing, it's about making sure, because this is, CRTC is not acting as a gatekeeper here, it's really about making sure that they're that there is an investment in quality production and ensuring that they are discoverable because there's no point in making content if you can't find it, right? Right. I guess, you know, it's still uh, eluding me as to how you could compel somebody offshore uh, to produce the kind of content uh, that Canadians would want to watch and uh, by so doing then uh, affect some kind of tax regime on them but let's leave that now because philosophically I've heard from people when I first broached this yesterday in the feedback that we got, uh, some are wondering if it's necessary to stabilize an industry in the face of disruption uh, so that the government, you know, is be seen to be picking winners and losers. They don't think that uh, that should be the role of government. And we are not recommending uh, picking winners or losers or telling um, organizations what their business models should be. But the fact of the matter is that these Foreign streaming services are actually operating in Canada. They're making, you know, their subscription revenues. They're, they're, you know, millions of Canadians are choosing to subscribe. And our view is if you're benefiting from the Canadian market, you should make a contribution. It's not to say that they should change the way they operate or that they should be um, change their business models. We're not saying what categories of programming they should invest in. We're just saying that the, the Canadian system, they're, generating huge value from Canadians and that Canada deserves a contribution back. So it's not a tax. This should not result in any increase to the cost of consumers for services like Netflix. It's really just about making sure that they, as a portion of their program budgets, invest in quality Canadian uh, content. All right. They should make a contribution, so they're honour-bound to do so. Again, Janet Yale is with us, the panel chair of this report that came out yesterday, Canada's Communications Future. Time to act. Uh, One of the things that also struck me is uh, making all platforms on the CBC commercial-free, ad-free, but you would increase, you would see an increase in their annual subsidies. Is that correct? I think what we've recommended for CBC is Canada's National Media Institution that they should, for the mandate that they and the government agree is appropriate, they should be funded to do that, um, and so that their programming decisions are not impacted by the drive to chase a declining pot of uh, advertising revenues. Uh, And so our real belief is that public media institutions should be publicly funded, and private media institutions should be um, funded through, uh, as they are today, through subscription revenues or advertising, and that that clear demarcation uh, is an important one. Ms. Yale, it's been brought to my attention that not only is it declining ad revenue, but it's also declining viewership, and uh, I've been reading a lot of responses when this report first came out yesterday afternoon, and many are even questioning why the CBC is still seen as nationally vital. 
Well, I think a part of the problem is whether or not they're set up to succeed under their current uh, under their con- current funding arrangements. And I think really it's a it's a values issue um, in a world, as I said earlier, about uh, with endless choices and voices. Um, we believe that as a matter of cultural sovereignty, it's important to have national cultural institutions like the CBC that serves English and French audiences, um, provide services uh, right across the country, including in rural and remote communities, reflects Indigenous communities and has uh, content that's relevant for our Indigenous peoples and communities. And that is some of that is a role that the private sector would never play and we think has an important uh, value uh, for us as a, as a nation. When you say the private sector would not play that role, uh, to a certain extent, I guess there's kind of a, a hybrid solution in many people's minds, like the NPR model, for example, in the States. You know, subscriptions, people support it because they really want to watch it. Of the 2,000 or so submissions that I'm told uh, were, you know, uh, put forth to your group, your working group, uh, was that a prospect that was brought up, or, and how often? Well, um, I can't comment off the top of my head, but certainly uh, how many people raise particular issues, but for sure the notion of subscriptions as well as advertising uh, is an option. And we have not said that subscriptions are, um, are a problem when it comes to CBC Radio Canada. So what we're talking about is um, uh, advertising revenues, not the possibility of subscriptions, and we recognize that subscription revenues um, are uh, an important part of the entire system now uh, for both streaming services and Canadian providers, and um, we think it's fine for CBC Radio-Canada to be involved in subscription services, which they do for some of their online content. All right. Uh, some would see it being based entirely on that model, but uh, I wanted to ask you about the CRTC as well. You said at the outset that uh, part of the purpose of this study was to uh, expand, I guess, or even strengthen their mandate. Not sure those were the words, but that's the way I understood it. To other people, it's seen it as a paper tiger uh, who may have uh, outlasted its usefulness. What do you see for the CRTC going forward? Well, I think... Um, our view is that there needs to be a, me- a reimagined role for the CRTC, both in telecommunications and broadcasting. Because if you think about wireless and internet services, access to those in rural and remote and indigenous communities, as well as the affordability of service overall throughout Canada, is top of mind for many Canadians. And how can the CRTC monitor and assess the state of um, of uh, telecommunication services uh, if they don't have the mandate to do that. So we believe it's very important then for, for them to be able to monitor and assess the state of competition and to take action as appropriate. In the case of broadcasting, there's no question that with, um, as I've said, in a world of endless choices and voices, we want to make sure that the CRTC has the regulatory powers, the legislative toolkit they need to bring the, uh, to, to be able to address foreign streaming services and make sure that they make a, an appropriate contribution to the support of, in terms of production and discoverability of Canadian content. That clearly requires resources and, um, and we think that's an appropriate role for the regulator to play. Did anybody uh, bring into the argument or the, the, uh, the uh, questions that are being raised about uh, just a free market 
basically deciding uh, whether, you know, all of the broadcast media and uh, so on and so forth and let the, the chips fall where they may? Did anybody propose that at all? Well, certainly there are those who do not believe that um, that there is a role for cultural policy in Canada. Um, clearly, all of us on the panel believe that um, that there is a role for strong Canadian culture in this country, and that in that regard, there is an important role for our national media institution, CBC Radio Canada, and as well for those who benefit from the Canadian system, the current licensees, as well as the foreign streaming services. I think you're right. It is an issue of values. And um, and we believe very strongly uh, in a role for Canadian cultural policy so that among the choices that Canadians have access to, there are Canadian stories, Canadian perspectives, and Canadian choices. And that's not just re- important for entertainment. It's also important for news so that we can see ourselves and hear about local, regional, national news and a Canadian perspective on international news. We believe all of that's incredibly important. All right, finally, uh, since this was the initiative of the Liberal government in 2018 and the Heritage Minister uh, set this all up or uh, put it into motion, uh, I guess the report's on his desk. How do you see this thing playing out? Is it just a series of recommendations or are there going to be practical uh, changes now made based on some of these things that were tabled in the report? Well, I would make two observations. One is we were very mindful of making sure that our recommendations were practical and implementable so that it wouldn't take more study to figure out how to uh, put into legislation our recommendations. And that's why there are 97 of them, because we want it to be as practical and helpful as possible. And second of all, I guess I'm an optimistic person, and I believe that if our recommendations are helpful to government, Uh, that they will move quickly. Certainly the mandate letters that were given to the minister, uh, his mandate letter suggests that he should introduce legislation in this year uh, reflecting our recommendations. And and so we're, I'm an optimistic person. I'm cautiously optimistic that will happen. And as we said in our the title of our report, we think it's time to act because this is a matter of urgency. Well, uh, you did cover off the three major broadcasting acts and telecommunications acts in there as well, so it's very thorough. Canada's communications future, time to act. Janet Yale, the panel chair of the report that was tabled yesterday, really appreciate your time this afternoon. Thank you for it. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 